Hey guys, welcome to Capsule Production Podcast. My guests today are members of Rokai, which is a big smarty pants club. So you ever have people in your class that completely mess up the curve and screw up your grade? Well, these are those people. Without any further ado, please welcome Frank and Purcell. Hi guys, welcome to Capsule Production Podcast. Uh, I want to welcome Frank and Purcell. How's it going? It's going good. Thank you for having me. Great. Doing good? All right. (laughs) Um, So I brought you guys on today to talk about Rokai, so like this club for smart people. Can you just kind of explain what Rokai is all about? So Rokai is a honor society for the pharmacy. Um, Pretty much it invited the top 20% of our class based on GPA, based off, I think, the first three semesters. Mm -hmm. And then a requirement to be in the club is that we have to offer tutoring for, like, I guess the underclassmen. Okay. So it's not like a set GPA, like you guys don't have like a a goal to reach, it's just based on whoever's in the program right now? Yeah, Yeah. it's like a ranking. So I believe for our year it was top 20%. Wow, okay. Let's take it in. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty impressive. So what are like some of the advantages that would go into being in Rokai? Like why would somebody want to be in this club? Yeah, so Rokai is a lifelong membership, um, and it distinguishes um, those who have uh, high academic achievements. So on your resume, if you have the Rokai listed as one of your honor societies, it's well known throughout all pharmacy programs and jobs and everything that it, you're distinguished for your academic achievements. Okay, that's pretty cool. So it's like a nice uh, addition to your CV or something like mm-hmm, that, or just exactly. to kind of bring it up in an interview, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think also is a good experience too. I mean, um, I was tutoring a student, and it's kind of nice to have like a refresher mm-hmm. of some of the old material that you haven't seen in like a year or two. And I mean, it's also kind of like a self-esteem booster too, knowing that you're helping someone else learn. I mean, one of the persons I tutored. He was so happy that, I don't know if he actually did, but he said he was going to, like, send, like, a thank you card to Dr. St. Orange for, like, the program and for me helping him. I don't know. Wow. Yeah, it's a good way to give back. That's pretty cool. So it's impacting more than just you. You're mm-hmm. actually kind of helping people out. Mm-hmm. Well, that's awesome. So you guys said you have to tutor to kind of uh, keep up with the program or, like, be in the program. That's part of your, like, uh, criteria, correct? Yeah, it's um, part of initiation. So when we get inducted into the society, you know, one of our missions is to give back and promote intellectual development um, in our colleagues. So tutoring is one of the ways that we do that. Okay. I mean, that's kind of rewarding, but I mean, is that kind of a disadvantage as far as uh, time commitment? And I mean, I'm sure you guys have a lot on your plate already. Uh, at least for me, no, not at all. The tutoring requirements aren't extensive. Um, there's a couple of us on this campus as well. And tutoring demands aren't that high either. So we're able to um, share the tutoring sessions and responsibilities of that. Okay. Responsibilities or any th- other criteria you have to meet to get into Rokai? Or does that kind of encompass everything? That pretty much um, covers everything. Um, I mean, since Rokai is basically... Uh, based off of your academic performance, like the only true requirement is having the grades. And then once you're in, it's just kind of keeping up with helping tutoring other students. And um, that's pretty much it, actually. Okay. Um, is there any, a lot of extra pressure to try and get into the club or like anything like that? Honestly, I didn't know what Rokai was until about a week before <laughs> I got inducted. Fair enough. <laughs> Um, I think it depends on each individual. Um, going into school, I knew 
each person if that's like a goal they want to attain or if it's something that kind of comes along with just natural course of doing well in school. Um, I don't think there's any external pressure at all. I don't know from like camp, you know, it's not like the school pushes everyone to enter Rokai. It's just kind of individually based. Okay. You guys give any like tips to um, get into Rokai or like any kind of study tips or like what your approach was to studying? Yeah. So for me, um, I my number one tip is just find your study style. Time management as well is huge, especially when you're a first year student and you're coming into the program. Um, you can get easily overwhelmed by all the classes and the material. So definitely work on your time management, figure out your study style, and don't get too stressed um, your first semester over grades, because I think that it takes some time to kind of acclimate to the program and, you know, the loads of work that you're going to have. Okay. So I'm going to stop you right there just because this is why I was really excited to have both of you on the podcast at once, because there's such a dichotomy between your personalities. You're both (laughs) top ranked in our class as far as GPA goes, but personality-wise, you guys are almost polar opposites. For instance, when I asked uh, Purcell to be on the podcast, you bust out this huge planner, had all these notes, (laughs) you're, you're... scheduled you know months in advance yeah and then as frank and he was just very you know, lackadaisical and just like, yeah sure okay so i mean i'm really interested to hear frank's approach now just because it's so different so for me i'm honestly pretty disorganized if it wasn't for my phone i'd probably be really really lost without my phone i can't work without it it has my like weekly calendar well my whole calendar, but I pretty much only look at a weekly basis. I don't try to stretch myself too thin. Um, In terms of study habits, I'm pretty ADD, pretty (laughs) bad at studying, I'll admit. So for me, I think what works for me is um, watching the lectures just first just try to like listen pay attention like pretty much try to gain a sense of what the teachers find important like what they stress on I feel like that's pretty important like just like you can tell when a teacher is like passionate over a certain like objective what they give and then from there I'll read all the slides over again and probably collect my thoughts because I can't write notes while watching lectures like that would just take me way too long and I just can't do that um, also, I think for me, at least, it's very important to just focus on IRATs. I think that's kind of like, in terms of getting good grades, I think it's IRATs because... Can you explain what an IRAT is just for those who don't So, really? for a class, we have, at, before the beginning of every class, we have two quizzes. An IRAT, which is an individual quiz, and a team rat, like a team quiz. So, we take the individual one first, and then as a group, you try to do the same exact quiz... Um, they're roughly about 10 to 15% of your grade, like the IRAT. But I think it's pretty much impossible to get an A in the class without having good IRAT scores. Okay. And if you pretty much are good for the IRATs, like you studied for the IRAT, then I feel like that sets you up for to do well on the exam. Because if you think like, oh, I'll study later, I'll study later, this will be my drop, then it's a slippery slope. Um... So for me, my normal routine is, like I said, um, I'll watch all the lectures beforehand, and then no matter what time class is, if it's at 8 a.m., it doesn't matter, I'll wake up four hours before 
and spend four hours going over all the slides. And yeah, that's how I do it. Because if I go over the slides the night before and my classes the day after, I probably won't remember the same details or like as fresh as if I just saw them like an hour ago. Okay, so Purcell takes a little more straightforward approach, whereas you kind of get some context while you're watching the lectures and then kind of get a feel for what they're looking for. Mm -hmm. And you say you're disorganized, but you, so that's like the one pattern you do follow is just making sure you study about four hours beforehand? Yeah. Okay. All right, so that's kind of what I wanted to do for the first portion of the podcast, just uh, get an idea about Rokai and uh, just um, how you guys approach getting into it. So if you guys want to check out the extended version, check out the extended release podcast. Well, that wraps up the immediate release. Big thanks to Frank and Purcell for being on the podcast. And as always, thanks to Amy, Jeff, and Maher for helping me put this thing together. And if you guys want to hear uh, any particular subject or um, if you want me to talk to a specific pharmacist or a person in a different profession, please reach out, contact us, uh, hit us up on Facebook at uh, Capsule Production Podcast, or you can even email us at uh, CapsuleProduction1 at gmail.com. So don't be afraid, just uh, let us hear what you think. I also want to give a big thanks to Sephiros for providing music. Uh, the song is called Celestial, and you can find it on freestockmusic.com. Thanks.